Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, Now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi, everybody. I'm Jerry Bryant, and it's with Jesus Joy I have this opportunity to share with you the rich history of early Jesus music on my oldie show. Big thanks to all our affiliates and friends. Starting this out, here's a little piece of history promotion. Now that song really dates us a bit, doesn't it? Ocean, and put your hand in the hand. That way you won't stumble even if it gets a little dark. Ocean hailed from London, Ontario, Canada, and their 1971 million-selling single made history. The song was penned by Gene McClellan, who also wrote Snowbird for Anne Murray, 
The song's been covered by Elvis Presley, Joan Baez, and even Jesus music veteran Randy Stonehill. Song also reached number four on the adult contemporary Billboard charts in 1971. I'm really glad that you tuned into the show, so I'm going to let the cat out of the bag just a little early. Scott Rowley from Albrecht Rowley and More will be my guest a little later on. But first, this next guy was one of a kind. There's never been anyone like him since those early days of Jesus music. I'm speaking of Gary S. Paxton. Here's what I mean. On Gary's second recorded effort, he could have said how important it is that you be ready to meet your maker when you die. Instead, he sings, What you gonna do when the meat wagon comes for you? And he could have also conveyed the fact that he was overcome with the marvelous life God had given him. He chose to say within the framework of a disco beat, I'm hooked on a good thing. From the 1977 new PAX release, more from the astonishing, outrageous, amazing, incredible, unbelievable Gary S. Paxton. Let's look back on this crazy Christian classic.
here at Full Circle certainly are hooked on a good thing, and that good thing would be Jesus, the outrageous Gary Sanford Paxton. Now, someday I hope to run him down and feature him as a special guest on the show. So if you've just tuned in for the first time, what's this show all about? Well, it's a show about Jesus and the music of the early 70s and 80s that had a tremendous influence in the freedom of expression we appreciate today in contemporary Christian music. At the time, the use of the guitar and drums and beat in Christian music offended many Christians. Many had grown up in religious settings or attended churches that emphasized the teaching of Scripture through strong demonstrative preaching or dogmas. And even though there was truth in the message, some were offended with the package. But the pioneers of Jesus music that I'm featuring on Full Circle hung in there and laid track for what would become today's contemporary Christian music. So the show is called Full Circle because we're looking back to where it all began. And if you have a moment, why don't you email me this week and and let me know what you think of the show. It would certainly encourage all the volunteers who work on the Full Circle staff as well as myself. Go to my website at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. And you'll find a button that sends me an email directly. While you're there, check out my playlist and some of the links to a lot of the contemporary Christian artists who helped form today's CCM. I mean, you know, Jesus often told stories to convey the mystery of the kingdom to his listeners. He told parables. A parable is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. And it's also the name of our next early Jesus music group. And in 1974, Chuck Butler on guitar, Pat Patton on keyboards, and Joy Strange on lead vocals started a small little trio. And well, when they were approached by Maranatha Music, they recorded an album. They added some drums and bass and in 1977 released their first album, More Than Words. Musically, they fall somewhere between folk rock and light rock with some country elements thrown in for good measure. From their 1977 debut release, More Than Words, here's Parable with Peter, James, and John. Peter, James, and John Following the sun that he had come to rule the nation He came down to die like a simple
and John, a true classic from Parable on Full Circle Where It All Began, a song that had an above-par production with some crafty horn arrangements, but I kind of thought I wanted a little bit more cowbell. (laughs) Sometimes you come across a song that strikes a responsive chord in your soul, but you have no idea of their background or where they are now. Such is the case of our next artist, Tom Carlson. It seems that he released only one album on Star Song Records in 1980 called Living on the Edge and then subsequently dropped off the face of the earth. If you have any knowledge of this fine artist, please let me know at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Now the song Right Through the Heart from his LP has a Texas boogie feel to it, reminiscent of ZZ Top. The song likens the word of God to an arrow that God has shot through the singer's heart and soul. I pray that God's Word affects you the same way it did Tom Carlson. Here's right through the heart, Tom Carlson. Well, I took him at his word And everything I've heard and read Of what he said really gets me Well, I bought what he proposed And it just really goes to show you
Tom Carlson and Right Through the Heart. All the issues of life begin there. It's really so true, isn't it? It's all about how you start the day. All the issues of life come out of the heart. And that's why Jesus is always after our hearts. Not trying to get us just to do nice things or be religious, but simply love God with all of our hearts, our souls, our minds, and love our neighbors as ourselves. So guard your heart and set it on the right path early in the morning. Find the joy and the love of Jesus and let His love go right through your heart. Well, Ron Salisbury formed one of the early Jesus rock bands back in 1971 with three of his friends. They were John Patano, Dave Edwards, and Bruce Neal. And they called themselves Ron Salisbury and the J.C. Power Outlet. Now, I always thought that was a cool name for a band when I started my Jesus Solid Rock radio show back in 1972, because here was a group of musicians that were not stuck on one style of music. I mean, they could rock out with the best, but as you'll soon hear, they knew how to pull off a ballad and have all the power and passion coming through. And I still recall the concert with J.C. Power Outlet at the ballrooms of Southern Illinois University in Carbondale, Illinois, where I had the radio show and concert ministry for 20 years before heading down to Nashville. Now, just one more thing. On their sophomore release on Murr Records in 1974, an album called Forgiven, the front cover had an apple with a Band-Aid holding a piece of fruit that had been bitten off of it. Some innovative imagery that really caught my eye. And from that album is a song that is musically immaculate and lyrically convicting. But I'll let you, the listener, decide for yourself. Without further ado, here's I Choose to Follow You. Ron Salisbury and the J.C. Power Outlet. Don't 
I choose to follow you, the J.C. Power Outlet, on Full Circle. I'll be right back, and we'll have Scott Rowley from Albrecht Rowley and more sharing some of his memories. Full Circle. You can help Christian business persons in needy nations share the gospel and transform their countries. Global Advance hosts marketplace mission seminars in developing nations to equip Christians in the marketplace in their witness for Christ. Recently, a Global Advance team conducted marketplace mission seminars for Christian business persons in Hyderabad and Vizak, India. 
These seminars were enthusiastically received by hundreds of grateful Indian Christians who noted that this was the first time Christians in business had convened together for training in years. Global Advance is helping Christian business persons in India shine the light of Jesus Christ in the marketplace. You can have a part in touching leaders and changing nations by partnering with Global Advance. Find out more about this cutting-edge missions outreach online at globaladvance.org because you can make a world of difference. This is Scott Rowley from Albrecht, Rowley & Moore, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant, looking back to where it all began. I'm back, and bringing it back home is the husband and wife duo Bob and Jane Farrell, known as Farrell and Farrell, with a track appropriately titled American Man. Bob collaborated with three others in the writing of the song, including guitar player Mike Demas, his producer Eddie DeGarmo, and Dana Key. From their 1985 Star Song Records release, Jump to Conclusions, a song partially inspired by Matthew 7, verse 7 through 8, which says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Here's Pharaoh and Pharaoh. It hardly seems like a year ago that I packed my bags and some money I'd saved. I had a yearning to find myself and to see this land of the free and the brave. I saw my first mountain sunrise from an Appalachian range. I felt a heavenly presence and a rushing wind of change. Yeah. 
seek his face Then he will hear us from heaven and heal our land of the free and brave having more influence on today's CCM music than they would ever know, Bob and Jane Farrell, Farrell and Farrell, an American man, on Full Circle, Where It All Began. John Fisher's been around making Jesus music since the beginning. In 1969, he released The Cold Cathedral, a pop folk record on a small Catholic label. But he would continue in the pop folk tradition for almost 10 years, until 1978's Johnny's Cafe. And here's what he had to say about the project. This was my most daring project to date, musically. And sales went on to confirm that it didn't translate as well to my listeners as I'd hoped. Probably a classic example of something that was fun for me, too much of a stretch for those who'd come to know my music so far. Now, Clark Gassman, the musical arranger, came to him with two arrangements on most of the songs, one pretty much like he'd written it, and one with some racy upgrades. And in all cases except one, he chose the upgrade. John went on to say that upon hearing it again now so many years later, he's impressed by the quality of the record and thinks it deserves to be heard again. And so do we. The title track from this Light Records release, let's look back and listen to John Fisher's Johnny's Cafe.
Next time you have a chance, stop by and visit at Johnny's Cafe. Say, we're here to help you along the way, and I'd love to encourage you to visit our website at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. You can get my email address there. Simply click the mail link and send me a note. Thanks. Coming up in a few moments, my special guest, Scott Rowley, who is an original member of the early Jesus music trio called Albrecht, Rowley, and more. I'll be right back. Full circle. Around the world, the church is growing at an explosive rate with millions coming to faith in Christ. Who will nurture and train these new believers in response to this growing global need? David Shibley launched Global Advance. Since 1990, Global Advance has provided on-site training for over 300,000 church leaders in 80 nations. Each year, Global Advance trains, encourages, and resources thousands of ministry and business leaders around the world who have great potential but little opportunity for training. You can help equip these hidden heroes of the church in destitute nations. Find out more on our website at www.globaladvance.org. That's globaladvance.org. Go ahead, log on to globaladvance.org today. You can make a world of difference. Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. I'm Jerry Bryant, and I'm glad you've stayed on board. Now, from time to time, I like to bring in a special guest and let them reflect on their early memories of where it all began. So my next guest, Scott Rowley, was part of the legendary Albrecht Rowley and Moore, one of the early Jesus music groups. They opened up in concert for the Talbert Brothers and then played in their band. Albrecht Rowley and Moore debuted on Spirit Records, then later releasing their best-known album, Starlighter, on Sparrow Records. But, but then let's let Scott tell his own story. Yeah, my first entrance into music came as a result of my finishing a football career at a university where I got hurt. And then as I was rehabbing, recognized that I could write songs. And that sounds funny, but it was not something that I grew up. I grew up trying to be like the Beatles, but never really, really actually recorded, cut, or wrote my own stuff. Once I realized I could compose, then I went back to this high school friend, Mike Albrecht, who was at the time finishing his college uh, at Michigan State. And I was at a small school in Indiana. And um, as a result of those, our friendship and those kind of ventures, we began to play coffee houses in Detroit and uh, recognized that as Christian men, we were allowing and desiring to see our worldview sort of show up in the music we were writing. And that's how we entered into Christian music. It was not something that was available like it is today where you think, okay, this is a contemporary Christian song or this is a record label or a radio station. Um, it really was an underground movement and I think that, that what was happening in our hearts was happening all over the place. So this is in the early 70s and, um, and that's how Albrecht and Rolly started, just as high school friends, literally coming back together after college and starting to play clubs and writing music. You know, in those days, let's say 1974, 1973, 1973, um, of course, um, we had 
all sorts of memories from just literally playing our songs anywhere we could set up. I mean, we would set up outside, we would, much like a street musician or street vendors today, would set up their guitar cases and sing and play a lot of our gigs with that kind of thing, very unorganized, very non-promoted sort of um, expressions that just happened. Um, as we got more uh, intentional and as booking agents began to emerge and people began to put us into you know, actual venues like colleges or into churches, then things got better. But it was, it was very much a struggle from the start um, to, to, uh, to make a living in those kinds of things. We got to tour later on when, once Alan Moore joined us. We had more success um, in the sense of, of being able to play with people like Keith Green, Second Chapter of Acts, the Talbot Brothers, those kinds of folks. And that happened like 75, 76, 77. But in the early days, it was a lot of, you know, Hicksville, Ohio at a, at a, at a Christian coffee house and uh, the, the Adam's Apple in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and just places where we would play. And uh, it was marvelous. It was, uh, I mean, it was just so real and fresh and, and uh, uh, you know, just it, it almost seemed like it was kind of a, um, a surprise, an astonishing kind of reality in, in the context of how the gospel was working in the lives of people writing music and playing music. Uh, so the movement really started, I think, grassroots as a result of conversions as Jesus would convert musicians and writers and people who wanted to perform. So it, was, uh, it had a freshness to it like that. In buildings on each Sunday morning With our favorite good news stars on Friday night I wanna make some waves and sing out my lonesome morning But the sanctuary's getting all the light We can't afford to walk away and leave the hopeless dying To their side is where we have been to get together but our time on earth is sliding better make your stand before the curtain falls take it to the Wants us all. 
Take it to the people. Albrick, Rowley, and more. And Scott Rowley has been our special guest on Full Circle. Now, if there was really a reason for early Jesus music, it was to use the music to tell the people of God's love, often outside the four walls of the church. Sometimes using metaphors and symbolism, Albrick, Rowley, and more would share their scriptural worldview with their generation. And this next song was probably one of the best received. Scott reflects on Song of the Starlighter. Starlighter became something that was uh, the title cut, and I agree that they they took the they took the song. It, it became something of a standard for us. We used it all the time. In fact, when I'm asked to play now, I'll usually start a concert or a, uh, if I'm going to perform anywhere, I'll usually start with Starlighter, and I do think people still connect with it. Um, it was something Mike Albrecht and I wrote in his his house one afternoon. Um, one for the starlighter, two to make it brighter, three to take it farther still. It was Trinitarian. It was an attempt to put a child's story together for um, child with a childlike sound. It was in that kind of a neat, uh, uh, neat sort of a, a light shuffle. And uh, we were really un- misunderstood as an early, as a Christian band because it was so non-confessional. We would use imagery, as you said, and, and metaphor that with the attempt to say, here's a worldview that we believe in our hearts comes from our faith and from from scripture. Now we were never that, you know, to be sincere, I, I mean, it was never that, that uh, calculated. We weren't, we didn't think we were trying to do anything profound. We just continued to write and, and talk about what we were experiencing and what we felt. We weren't biblical people. We weren't reading a lot of Bible other than just, you know, what normal Christians would read. Um, it wasn't um, a quest for us to be, uh, you know, the next preachers of uh, through music. We really had no ambition in terms of trying to be Christian artists other than this was music that was coming out of our hearts as Christians and it was acceptable. People enjoyed it. But the crit- critics that, that, that looked at it thought, you know, if you just spoke more about Jesus, if you were just more clearly Christocentric, you would have an easier time, which we attempted in later recordings. But I still feel Gently Flowing Feeling was really the best record we made. And I do think that the songs on it reflect um, a biblical worldview, but an attempt to say, here's, here's, how, here's how art is penetrating our hearts and how the Lord's using art in, in the context of the world around us. Of a rainbow in your 
the songbird in the spring that beckons you to join along, but you found you couldn't sing. Dreams are often hard to catch, like ponies on the run. You can chase your dreams forever if you catch the sun. No lazy laughing daffodil, oh, dandelion wine. You can chase your dreams forever. Starlighter, two to make it brighter, three to take it farther still. Song of the Starlighter, probably the best-known song from A.R.M. Albrecht, Rowley, and more. And Scott Rowley has been our special guest. Today, Scott is one of the pastors at Christ Community Church, just outside Nashville in Franklin, Tennessee. I'll be right back. Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Let Global Advance capture your heart for world missions. This ministry is truly on the point of the spear, going to places that nobody wants to go. The heart of the ministry is to comfort the heart of the neglected, strengthening the weak, and pointing them to God's call on their lives. Moved by compassion and God's mandate for world evangelization, Global Advance has been faithfully serving in God's work for over 16 years. You can help others realize their dreams and find their destiny by logging on to globaladvance.org and share in the harvest. That's globaladvance.org. Classic Jesus music is on Full Circle. Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Well, just like the good news of Jesus Christ in its simplicity, so is our next song by Tom Audrey. Blood of the Lamb is the title track from his 1976 sophomore release, where he repeats the phrase, Thank you, Lord, for the blood of the Lamb. Four times. And thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Four times. With some spacey synthesizers as a musical bed for the song of simple thanksgiving. Something we all need to be made aware of. And we should be more thankful for what God has given us and not forget the price he paid for our salvation. Too often we're just asking and asking and asking instead of giving, giving, giving ourselves to the Lord. This song brings back a special memory to me. Some of you know that the Jesus Solid Rock radio show in the 70s was heard on a hundred stations from coast to coast. And one day I received a letter from a fellow who was on death row at a prison system in Illinois. He said he'd been listening to the show for a number of months and this one particular song had given him great hope. 
He said, it won't be long before my execution date comes. Would you be so kind as to send me a copy of the show? I want them to play it at my funeral. He had become a believer in prison. He was ready to meet his maker. And I remember sending the song and getting a letter back that this particular song had been played as his homecoming song. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord, for the blood of the Lamb.
the blood of the Lamb. Mr. Tom Autry on Full Circle. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circles recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum and engineered by Jeff Kane. Full Circle is a global advance and a JSR production. This is Full Circle.